0: the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is is AV Nation. Nation. This is AV Nation. Greetings and welcome to this episode We've got a, a different, I think, very interesting show this week. It, it dawned on me um, over the last couple of uh, weeks... Obviously, tracking all of the, the things that are going on in the UC industry and with uh, with the pandemic happening, that you know we're hearing a lot about Zoom and we're hearing a lot about Microsoft Teams. And in fact, we should be because they're giants and they're fabulous and they've really come through. But it, it made me think about a commercial that I used to see on TV when I was growing up from the tire company B. F. Goodrich. When 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 the guy looked up at the sky and said, "Oh, you see up there? Look at the blimp. Uh, we're the other guys." Um, there's got to be other guys. In fact, I know there are dozens of other guys in the collaboration industry. That that have platforms that are in the same space as the bigger players, um, that have some real key and interesting differentiators. So this episode is going to be devoted to three of them. Um, when I speak with uh, Mark Richard from Starleaf, um, and I speak with Chris Ramakrishnan from BlueJeans, which is now part of Verizon, um, and I speak with uh, Mark Strassman, who's with uh, LogMe and GoToMeeting. And I think they've had some, they had some very interesting comments. They've done a lot of good things for the community. And I think it'll be uh, great for you to hear their perspective and uh, understand what they're doing specifically. So let's take it away with the first one. So I'm pleased to be joined right now by Mark Richer, who is uh, the head of Starleaf, uh, an organization that's been around for a very long time. Uh, originally was making uh, hardware and other pieces for collaboration and a very innovative model, um, and has now kind of moved on to being more of a platform. But let me let Mark introduce himself and give us a little bit of the history of his company and what he's doing now. So, uh, how,
1: Hi, Mark. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great, David. Th- thank you very much for inviting me to here on uh, Aviation. Nation. So, so tell us a little bit about. I know you.
0: You. you I, I believe you're with Starleaf at the beginning, and then you had left for a while, and now you're back again. T- tell us a little bit about wh- wh- what the genesis was, where it came from, and what you guys are doing today.
1: Very fair. Well, I, I was one of the fans of Starleaf, and for um, most of its time, I was, uh, with I was the chairman, and just recently, about 18 months ago, I, I took over as CEO. So that's my personal, uh, my personal history with the with the company. Okay. so we we started out we started at starleaf with a view that um, video conferencing didn't need to be as complicated as it was uh, 10 years ago and uh, that's really always been our been our mission it's been our passion to create a system which is usable by everybody and that that led us uh, through a journey and the the, the, the first real part of that puzzle that we, we put together was, was a cloud solution. Uh, and in fact, really, we we're pretty much the, uh, the first with a, with, a, with a video cloud. Um, and we've moved on from that now to, well, that started first with support for meeting rooms with our own hardware. Uh, then we added on to that um, software, software applications, of course, to run on your, your PC or your mobile. And then the, the latest version of that is now to have gone on to add support for third-party devices, so uh, both for Windows PCs and also for the the range of Poly endpoints, the X30, X50, and, and
0: seventy-five hundred. That's great. And I remember, you know, you and I have been in this industry for a very long time. I remember how how um, uh, uh, rancorous the concept of interoperability was for a very long time. And actually, might you might argue still is, I remember that your cloud was interoperable with services that were upset that you were doing it for a while. You know, without mentioning any names, they said, well, how dare they provide interoperability to our service? And it's, and, and, and I remember you guys are one of the first ones to say, look, we want this conferencing and collaboration to be easy. We want to be able to connect to anybody and there shouldn't be these, these walled gardens that are out there. So, so you know, I, what was your take on that? I mean, I, I believe it was just the idea of supporting your customers and making sure that collaboration was easy, right?
1: Yeah, I, I I think that's exactly it. I mean, the, the, the you know the cloud that we've we've uh, evolved to become really is is a cloud solution that provides uh, messaging, meetings, and calling for businesses. That's our that's that's our objective. And, and within that, then it's critical for the businesses that we that we have as customers to be able to call other businesses to really be able to call anybody they want. And so it goes hand-in-hand hand with that, I think, to provide interoperability. I, that That's really never been so necessary, I think, in the consumer space. Uh, consumer Skype or, or WhatsApp or WeChat, none of them have ever really paid much attention, maybe any attention at all, to interoperability. But I think that's because, in essence, their customers are, are consumers. At, at Starleaf, of course, our customers are, are businesses, and there, you can't dictate to other people your, your customers or suppliers what communications platform to use and so they've got their own choices and so it's only sensible insofar as possible to let people communicate with other people's systems now it's interesting that actually the the, the although there were many many issues of usability in business video 10 years ago with uh, what was then really you know essentially Polycom and Hamburg, there were many usability issues. In fact, interoperability, interoperability was actually uh, in a very good place overall, because essentially the platform's communicated using a series of standard protocols. Uh, what's interesting today is that um, we, we now uh, have more and more e- essentially in, 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 in interoperable solutions or solutions which, which are, are almost hostile to it and that's that's sort of interesting really and I, and for me personally on a personal level a shame you know i i came into the communications business to make things talk to each other and it's always disappointing when you find people who come to the communications business to stop things talking to each other
0: yeah it's it's, it's definitely not one of the proudest moments that uh, that our industry had that so many people were using that as an opportunity to try and uh, maintain a market edge um as opposed to letting other people in and 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 of course everybody was saying they were using a standard but they were using their own standard whichever one they wanted so it was definitely not a a comfortable uh uh piece for a long time and we do appreciate what your firm did in being able to you know enable that interoperability for businesses around the world so so uh, you know we have to talk about you know the 800 pound gorilla in the room you know we're we're living through one of the most or the most horrific pandemic of my lifetime certainly um the the it, it we call i call it the horrible perfect storm in that, um, you know, obviously there's been tremendous devastation and loss of life and and misery, you know, and 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 things that are out of our control but what we've been talking about regarding remote collaboration, video conferencing, uh, you know, these type of tools and how functional they are, we finally have been able to get over the hump of the stigma of the remote worker being lazy because there was no other choice for knowledge workers. They've been using this platform and ultimately with, with, and again, there's still an issue with privilege, but with widely available broadband and widely available collaboration tools, we've now proven that, that, that this type of communication methodology is, is actually, very functional um, and is going to probably change the nature of individual workers for business for a long time. What, what have your customers, what have you been seeing from that perspective?
1: Yes, I mean, all of, all of that, uh, David, as you'd, as you'd expect. During uh, the real pandemic push in, uh, in March of this year, we saw uh, about a times six to times 10 increase in our, the use of our system in about a two-week period, which was just absolutely insane. Uh, so, yes, I mean, huge increase in usage, and as you say, I think, I think very effective usage too. I think people uh, have indeed found working remotely, using, using video, using voice, using messaging to be very effective. Um, and, and, and that really is without a shadow, that's a great thing. Sometimes I wonder, I think to myself, well, you know, if the, if the pandemic had been uh, even just 20 years ago, what a different situation we would have had. How, how much more challenging would that have been for businesses to, to keep going? I mean, what what would we really have, have been? We would have been, it would all have been phones. At, at best, it would have been some fairly clunky phone conference calls. Um, you know, maybe some email if you were lucky, but it would have been slow and God help you if you tried to send an attachment. Uh, so I, I think just as a thought experiment, that's uh, it, it. Just shows you how far we've come in you know in a short period of time.
0: Yeah, a conversation I've had with a couple of other industry people is you know if it wasn't such a tragedy, it would be an amazing experiment to sit back and watch um, because of all the things that have happened. And and you can make the argument, or I make the argument frequently. I'd love to hear how you feel that you know you see in collaboration rose to the challenge here to really keep knowledge workers and businesses going, and other technologies that really could have or should have risen to the challenge just showed they weren't ready yet. You know, things like virtual reality and some other capabilities, which would have been awesome to be able to have that kind of experience. You just noticed that that it wasn't ubiquitous enough. It wasn't standardized enough. There wasn't enough tools out there. So, so I mean, you get that same perspective that, you know, it, it had the opportunity to rise and it did.
1: I think. I think that's very fair. Um, I, I don't really myself know, know much about, you know, virtual reality as a space, uh, but certainly it's, it's, it's certainly not, you know, fore and central here as, as our business is today. Uh, yeah, it, it's been fantastic, really. It's been very gratifying. Um, you know, the, 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 the system, the cloud, the service that we set out to build, as I said right at the beginning, was about, was about ease of use. It was about enabling people to to communicate for humans to communicate and uh the the that that we've delivered on that that we have so many users happily happily working in such an intensive way really yeah is is just fantastic um i think the model is i think the model is great and you know the, the that combination of messaging calling and meetings uh interleaved in a seamless way encapsulated in a straightforward interface that, that everybody can grasp. Yeah, I think I think it's just turned out to be as, as powerful as we as we could possibly have hoped.
0: So I don't want to put you on the spot, but we were chatting before. I, I've spoken to a number of companies, a number of organizations in the UC space. And most of them have told me at least one or two stories about what they've been doing during the pandemic and how they've really reached out, whether it's a manufacturer, you know, making products available to education or, or to health care or, or, or a number of the integrators I've worked with, you know, getting, you know, huge deployments out or big ramp ups to, to support, you know, healthcare and things like that. Can you, do you have an anecdote like that, that you can talk about that Starleaf has, uh, has stepped up and provided during the pandemic?
1: Sure, certainly. I, I think that the um, I think the most obvious thing to point to really there is healthcare, which is indeed one of our key uh, the key sectors that we support. And we've had uh, healthcare customers all over the world in in the United States, throughout Europe, uh, and, and the and the UK. Uh, all of which um, you know we've obviously prioritised as as key. Uh, you know, as, as key customers for us. At one stage, we even, you know, at the height of the pandemic, we even got a, a letter from the German Interior Ministry asking us to prioritise customer X, because just in case we didn't know, they were a ventilator manufacturer. <laughs> oh That's <my> great. God. <laughs> so it's, it, uh, yeah, it was a real, particularly in the, when we had a very intense increase in the Amounts of system usage. It it, it was a, a it was a really important thing. I think to prioritize, um, you know, what we felt and what we're told were were the most important sectors, and certainly healthcare was was a very very important part of that. And, so, and yeah, I assume, that's, that's sorry.
0: No, no, I was just saying. I assume your people, you know, got a charge or or a real good feeling out of the idea that not only were they doing their normal job, but they were actually helping the world during the crisis.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's true, and and um, you know it's it's a bit back to that that thought experiment I had a moment ago. If 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 it wasn't for us here doing this, and I, I mean that in the broad sense as a, an industry, not just ourselves, but if we weren't here running running these services, um, providing these facilities, then yeah, I think I think the world would be a damn sight harder top to bottom, and and obviously health can't be part of that but but just across the board i don't know how on earth we could have kept the world going to quite the degree i mean of course the pandemic has still wreaked you know huge huge problems and and a lot of economic misery that that's undoubtedly the case but um i i just can't figure how much worse it would have been um if 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 a whole bunch of people could not still stay productive you know while looking after themselves and their loved ones and, and staying at home
0: Yeah, Exactly. So so the theme of this program, as you know, is the other guys, and we've talked about what that means before. Uh, For for the viewers of this show, tell them why Starleaf is a different experience. What are your differentiators as opposed to everybody else that's out there?
1: That's very fair, David. Well, the the way the world works so often nowadays is that uh, central IT deploy hugely complex bits of software and To be honest, they're very often Microsoft bits of software. Uh, They've really complicated bits of kit, and uh, by mandate, and people struggle to use them, and very often they abandon them and go and find a consumer application and run it on their phone instead. And that's, you know, that's great in a way for the individuals; they get their their jobs done, and, and that's all fine. But it's it's normally very poor for the the company as a whole because. They lose control over, over the data. They lose control over um, if, if somebody leaves the company, for example, then it's very difficult to, to know what data they've taken with them and, and what they've left behind. Uh, they could be in chat groups. They may not even know what chat groups they're in. It's a consumer application. You can't even get them out even, even if you knew they were there. So many, many problems with people using their own tech, particularly consumer tech. So really the question we have is you know what if there was a solution that was just as effective for the end user so just as easy to use as as whatsapp for example but on the other hand gave the the IT department and the company centralized control over accounts and data so it was manageable it was reliable and it was secure and that that's what we do at Starleaf so we're here to produce something which is ultimately absolutely usable that everybody in the organization can use not just the hyper intelligent knowledge workers the whole company can use while at the same time delivering delivering reliability and security and essential central control of data which is critical now in this era as it ever has been to the to the management and the it department
0: that's great. And, and as you mentioned, you have an application that people can use, you know, on, on a mobile device or on their PC. And, and you've also started to move the access to your services to now third party devices, as you mentioned before. That's a little different than it was when you had started when you're making your own devices. Give us a little bit of color around that if you can.
1: Sure. We, so we now we've we've followed that through to now have a wide range of services um, on the on the StarLeaf cloud which mean that, uh, as you say, you can access Starleaf from your mobile, from your, from your PC, Windows or Mac. But also, we've now now supported the, the new range of poly endpoints, the X30, X50 and 7500. And we have fantastic support for those. So It's possible to use entirely third-party hardware devices with, with Starleaf. And there's another option, it's possible just to take a Windows PC and turn that into a, into a room system too. So, we've got support for your mobile, we've got support for your desktop, and we've got support for your meeting room, whether it's uh, on poly hardware or, or on a Windows PC. So, so, so what a what you're essentially, activity.
0: What you're essentially Sorry. saying is, no, it's fine, is that um, um, the, you are one of the few companies in the industry that are supporting the end user with no lock-in. So if the end user buys a piece of hardware and is using company A for collaboration, but you come along with, with better service, better price, better whatever, you now they don't have to rip out their gear and replace it. They can use an X30 or an X50 and on one day be on Zoom and on the next day be on Microsoft and on the next day be on Starleaf, which means, as it should be, these services can now compete based on feature, function, and service.
1: I think that's, that's absolutely right, David. That's absolutely right. And, and you know, I think that uh, that flexibility, that degree of choice for the, for the user is really, really important. I think that it's uh, especially when you look at pandemic. A lot of companies have had to rush to deploy something uh, in a hurry without really evaluating, you know, is it the right solution for them? Is this thing uh, is the thing doing the right thing for us? Is it too complicated? Can our users understand it? And I think that giving them a chance to make those evaluations and then choose freely which cloud service they want to, to use. Yeah, I think that's really, really important.
0: That's great. So, so if somebody watching this wants to find out more about Starleaf to get more information or to reach out and ask you a question, what should they do? What's the right place for them to go or what's the right action for them to take?
1: The absolute simple thing to do is to go to our website, Starleaf.com, and, uh, and browse away there. You can. Uh, You can chat to us, you can call us on video, uh, you can get hold of us in in a million ways, um, but in in, in every single one of them good. Terrific.
0: Mark, thank you very much for spending time with us today. Um, Thank you very much for the support you gave our industry during this pandemic, because it's been invaluable. Let's all hope that it ends soon, but but when it ends, people realize just how functional these collaboration tools and your collaboration platform are, Um, and we always move up, move forward, you know, all boats rising with the
1: tide. Thank you. That's, that's very kind, David. Thank you very much for, for inviting me. It's it's great to hang out with you again. You you just you don't look a day old, do you well, when no, yeah, I saw you last a few years ago, so it's it's got a thing. I guess this well, video is keeping us both young.
0: Yeah, you know, the gray is hereditary, you get it from your kids, but uh, the, um, the the beard is the only thing that I still dye every once in a while, you know, try and look a little bit young. <laughs> Mark, thank you very much. I appreciate it, and we'll hopefully see you soon. Someday we'll go back to an industry conference and, and uh, shake hands or bump fists again.
1: That'll be brilliant. Thank
0: you very much. Well, my guest now is my good friend Krish Ramakrishnan. He's one of the co-founders of the Blue Jeans company. Now, of course, Blue Jeans by Verizon. Uh, Krish, welcome. Thanks for joining me today.
2: Thank you, David. Always a pleasure to be with you. We go a long way, way, way back when the industry Absolutely. barely existed.
0: I was just thinking you know it isn't you know i i don't throw compliments around very easily or very quickly but it was 10 years ago roughly that, that you and I were sitting on a rainy day, I think it was in a hotel lobby or a meeting room, a building yeah. lobby, and you were telling me about, you know, with a little sketch pad, your vision of how collaboration was going to work where it wasn't going to be companies on islands anymore, that everybody was going to just be able to connect. And that was a very radical thing at the time. And now 10 years later, you know, it's, it's almost the de facto standard of everybody meets in the cloud and has meetings. That was quite a vision that you had back then.
2: It's surprising that it is 10 years ago. We started the company around 2009, and at that time there were two groundbreaking ideas that we uh, talked about. One is this notion of a cloud, a cloud-based video solution, uh, where people were saying, hey, what is cloud? And then on top of that, can video be processed in the cloud? In those days, people were using expensive hardware on-prem. The second groundbreaking idea that BlueJeans had was this notion of interoperability. How can all of the different equipment talk to each other? Video formats talk to each other, never been done in video. It it worked unlike like a telephone. What BlueJeans wanted was to make it look like a telephone interoperability. I think uh, today, We have succeeded in that uh, video interoperability we are still the pioneers in that but we have expanded beyond that and I would say uh as an industry David you and I have been talking about this the entire uh COVID crisis the video conferencing and collaboration industry have really came through loud and clear helped the world and uh, put forth a technology that people are going to be using for years and decades to come.
0: Yeah, we've had this conversation before. It's, it's, yeah. you know, I call it the horrible perfect storm. You know, there's so much misery, so many deaths, so, so many people impacted by this awful, horrific pandemic. But, but it was the, the, the nudge that the collaboration industry needed to get past all of the misinformation about scapegoating remote employees, about lazy people that don't go into the office. We've now learned that all the studies and all the research that was done about this was true that people are more productive uh, you know, knowledge workers when they don't have to commute, when they don't have to travel, that you can use video and other collaboration technologies to really, you know, replace a lot of that in-office experience, not all of it. And we've actually also uncovered some weaknesses in in the model. You know, when you're doing video all the time, you're, you're easily getting great top-down messages from company culture, but you're not getting that camaraderie generically. You have to, it has to be something that you cultivate and build. So tell, tell me a little bit about Blue Jeans' experience during this pandemic, you know, the, 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 the massive scale, the lessons you've learned, maybe if you've got a story or two about people or organizations that you've helped through it.
2: Yeah, um, one of the things that you touched upon on the video there's always this perception people who work from home are not as productive right and that has proven wrong time and time again there's uh people are always coming back and echoing hey this has been the best uh scenario uh for really being uh productive so uh, all in all um the industry turned on a dime i remember this very carefully march uh third i was on a flight and I was in Chicago at the transition terminal. I got a call from one of our best customers, largest customer, and said, next week we are shutting down. Is BlueJeans prepared to take in all calls from the billion minutes they do? We don't know how where it's going to go. Is BlueJeans going to be ready? And I said, yes, without even thinking about it, and then placed a call to my ops guy and said, get ready. But what I didn't know was, in the next three days, four of our largest customers—the and as you know, BlueJeans sells to the largest industrials, the social media network, the biggest customer—all of them called and said, "Yeah, we are shutting down simultaneously." There goes your statistical multiplexing out the window. Everybody needed guaranteed uh, bandwidth, guaranteed resolution, and our usage skyrocketed 8x in a matter of week. And the only way we did it is because of a dedicated team and all the architecture improvements we have done uh, to scale the system. Um, and what, what is interesting about this is, it hasn't come down. The peak is still going. That is, that is amazing. People are talking about returning to work, but that's not happening. More and more people are discovering new use cases to work from home, new use cases of video. This is it. This basically replaces audio conferencing. Done. Yeah,
0: and it's interesting that, um, that, that there was a lot of FUD being thrown around in the earliest days of March when the pandemic hit, and there were a lot of issues and a lot of fear and a lot of everything else. And I think in all fairness, from my own personal perspective, I think just about every platform probably had a couple of hours one day that it had a hiccup, Um, just in the process of stressing out the system and getting everything going. I don't think anybody's exempt from that, that that that's across the board, but I am stunned as to how resilient all of the cloud platforms have been with this enormous increase in utilization. You know, again, we're living in a time where the, um, you know, high bandwidth, uh, broadband is, is available, it's still a privilege issue, but it's available in most homes, certainly for knowledge workers. People have a lot of cameras and headsets and collaboration equipment available, and it just, it was the right time, the right place, the right moment. And you're right, the levels have not come down. If anything, they've
2: continued to go up in fact worldwide. Well, so one of the things I would tell you is uh, a little bit about BlueJeans. We always uh created the platform for the enterprise and IT manages to roll out BlueJeans at large scale with high quality high degree of manageability and security. Imagine next week your entire population is not in campus at home. Does that mean security goes away? Does that mean manageability goes away? All those things are now even more important because you have to make the video conference secure. You have to make sure that, um, the some of the things in terms of employee support has to be there. So we have a product called Command Center that helps with um, looking at the analytics and looking at where the troubles are. And one of the big things is that we introduced uh, during our time was the Dolby noise cancellation. Guess what, when you work from home, that is even more important, the dog barks and the background noises and all these other things. So uh, while we did, did not design our platform from for work from home, it looked like We had all the features for work from home, and then we had to uh, add a little more more security features for like two-factor authentication. So today, when I look back, our product has improved and uh, tenfold in terms of work from home features, lots of security, a lot of manageability, uh, performance issues, and um, it's only getting better and better. So, I know uh, there are alternatives in the market, but we are holding on to our own in terms of our, our large fine, uh, Fortune 500 customers, social media platforms. And, by the way, after this is something that I wanted to share with you, after joining Verizon, our SMB business and our e-commerce business have taken off like uh, gangbusters because Verizon sells into a lot of the SMBs.
0: Now, I don't want to dwell on that, but I certainly want to note it, you know, and let you speak to it just for a moment, in that you are an organization that, that I don't want to use the term flipped flippantly, but you are an organization that literally negotiated the sale of your organization during the pandemic entirely yeah. over video and remote tools. Just for yeah. what, what was that like?
2: Yeah, talk about dog fooding. <laughs> if you exactly. were the, the, that's the ultimate uh, dog food. When, when, imagine the mistakes here you have an infrastructure that is being taxed to the max in terms of every customer using uh, video 24-7. Then you have a high stakes negotiation of a uh, big deal over video. Millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, a lot of money. So you're looking at that and everybody's on video. And so your flaws, your goodness, everything is going to be amplified and you're not talking about a deal uh, how and, and do all that. That was high stakes. And fortunately, um, every, our platform worked, everything worked, and we uh, were able to negotiate and to prove that even large deals can be done over video. In, uh, in our industry, it never happened. People always went to site with it. Due diligence was done uh, remotely, all of the document exchange all of the interviews all of the vision slides and over a course of three months this is all done during the height of the pandemic
0: and at any moment in time one of those calls might have crashed and ended the deal you know because all of a sudden what they're buying didn't work but you know again it's just amazing how solid it was so kudos to you and your team so so let's let's you know the the theme of this episode is the other guys you know, because yeah. we, we understand what happened with a lot of the bigger players and they've become verbs and they've they've, they've been bragging about a lot of their uh, legitimately on all the services. A lot of the things that are being introduced. Talk right to the viewer of this webcast and tell them what's the differentiator for BlueJeans by Verizon. Why you as opposed to anybody else?
2: I, I will talk about a couple of points. Gartner itself has uh, validated as, as a visionary in this space. Uh, one of the right. And why? because they look at our platform and said it's designed for uh, under, uh, enterprises to and businesses to go full, right? It's designed with and manageability in mind. It is a very secure product. Security is very paramount as you can see all the bombings that happen. Security is very paramount and very easy to manage. And overall, the video quality is very good and it's interoperable, so when you want the product to work with the other video com- product when you want it to be secure and manageable and easy to use. That's Blue Jeans, and that's how I named the company Blue Jeans. How e- it wanted to be easy as putting on a pair of jeans. So we lived to the, true to that name and kept that name Blue Jeans by Verizon for that reason. We and that's be- be the, the name ongoing. That's the name ongoing. So you go and you Google Blue Jeans by Verizon and they like the brand and it's the ease of use. And so we are the, I you, you raised this segment as the other guys. We are the challengers. We are the challengers in the industry. And I believe we have a better product than some of the uh, in certain core areas. And in fact, uh, our events product is one of the best in the industry, if not the leading one. I believe uh, as a challenger, we, you can always uh, count on us for innovation, leading the market, and uh, taking into direction people haven't imagined. So there's so many things that Verizon is investing us on um, in terms of uh, roadmap. You will, you, I would say the 10 years has actually been BlueJeans 1.0, BlueJeans by Verizon in the next one year, will compress all the developments we have done in the last 10 years, like network integration, 4K video, mobile edge computing, all these different things that only when you marry to a network provider, you can actually do. After all, uh, video needs a good network. That's
0: a, so it's a great marriage. Process. Great that yeah. it's all working together. I'm curious if you've seen some of the things that I've heard from some of the end users in the industry um, about how change control is probably going to change. As we roll out video, and you've experienced this over your, your years in the industry, as have I, a lot of large enterprises will do these gradual rollouts, you know, a proof of concept, and then one group, and then the next group, and so on. And when we have this pandemic, and you got those phone calls, and I got those phone calls about, all right, our entire campus, our, you know, hundreds of thousands of people are now going to be remote boat on a diamond, they were essentially thrown in, you know, to the deep end of the pool with no change control. And when I asked a lot of end users, what's your experience been? I was, I was, I was baiting them to tell me about all the horror stories. They essentially came back and said, you know, what kind of worked everywhere that there haven't really been any big issues. And I think we have forever changed this concept of the gradual proof of concept and change control around rollout of video. I think we're going to see these platforms, essentially somebody flick the switch on as they go into an enterprise. Has that been your experience talking to end users as
2: well? The initial idea is how do we get communication, video communication to work by any means necessary? So that means uh, companies relax their compliance requirement their control requirement well, all of the uh, their policies they're all coming they're all coming back you cannot sustain an industry without compliance especially in financial industrials and all these things um, now that everybody can uh, use video conferencing uh, people are using um, blue jeans tools such as command center to actually look at compliance So it is going from communication to collaboration effectively. So that's what companies are looking at. Uh Is my employee population working effectively? What other tools they need to work from home? So the crisis from working from home and enabling the technology, that is over. Now, how do you sustain it for the long haul?
0: How do you put in correct governance? How do you add the you know appropriate tools like cameras or you know audio devices or whatever? How do we go from just barely coping and being able to get by to now let's make this work for the long run? Exactly. And society will change as well. You're going to see people who have workstations built into their home from now on, as opposed to from a bedroom or a kitchen or something. Exactly.
2: Think about it employee onboarding. You know I even mean, the first day everybody goes to a conference room they spend eight hours thinking about and getting the second day they get their laptop and it configured and you have an IT guy all that has to be done virtual and wow. in compliance yep so so many things have changed and the industry is just now catching up to that aspect of um, even when you let employees go how do you Repossess the laptop. Wipe off things from there. There's so many things to be taken care of. That uh, yes, that's the second uh, second innings.
0: We've we've learned a new skill and it's a new phase of everything. Very very good. So so as as we close this out, how do we how do people reach out to you personally? How do people reach out to Blue Jeans? How do people find out more? What's where should they go? What should they do?
2: I I think uh, the website is still bluejeans.com. Uh, that's always the best place to go and get the latest information there. You can also navigate through the Verizon West website with, um, under Verizon Business. But as the founder and the chief strategy officer, as well as uh, somebody who has sold a lot of customers, I'm um, still the best place to get the contact. The box stops here for most of my customers. So it's Christian uh, bluejeans.com.
0: That's great, and you know, you're one of the few uh, founders and chief strategy officers that when I do send an email, I get a response in the you know within an hour or two. So, like mm-hmm. me, you know, you're only as good as uh, how you follow up with people. Chris, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. It's always a pleasure to hear what's going on with uh, Blue Jeans by Verizon. I'm hoping we'll hear some uh, some cool new announcements, and you guys will start to you know uh, kick out some really interesting new features um you know again, I hope someday we will be able to get out of here and you know fist bump or shake hands again and see each other in person. the way it's looking right now, that's probably not going to be until mid to late 2021. but uh, for now, as I said, it's a pleasure. thanks very much for joining me on this one.
2: Yeah David, uh, thank you for inviting me. You are one of the pioneers of this in- industry and you have seen it even before I entered, you had 10 solid years be- before that. So you are seeing from the day of the dawn, and now we finally—you must be a happy camper to see this industry. And I believe the best days are still ahead for this industry. And I want to thank you on behalf of all the video conferencing providers for being there and being the advocate.
0: Thank you very much. I, I printed up some "I was right" T-shirts, but my kids won't let me wear them.
2: <laughs> Take care, Chris. Take care. Thanks again. Okay. Bye bye.
0: My next guest is my friend, uh, the head of uh, Log me In, Mark Strassman. Uh, Mark has been with that organization for about two to three years now?
3: Yeah, yeah, just over two years.
0: So give everybody a little bit of history of what, who you are and what, you, what you've done in the industry, and, uh, and then we can go move on to talking about uh, Log me In.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me, David. Uh, my name is Mark Strassman. I'm the uh, general manager of Unified Communications and Collaboration at LogMeIn. Uh, and uh, before that, I was actually at Jeans. I've been in collaboration in uh, the education sector, been in the media entertainment industry at, uh, at Autodesk and the industry a while, and been a remote employee for 20 or so years. So you know, this is how I've been communicating for the past couple decades. So I'm passionate about the space came to Logmein a couple of years ago because as I was looking at the industry and seeing all the different pieces of communication and collaboration coming together, I really saw that LogMean had all those pieces. They had just purchased GoTo with GoToMeeting and GoToWebinar and GoToTraining and OpenVoice from Citrix a couple years before. They had purchased um, Jive, one of the fastest growing PBX in the cloud providers. Uh, They already had joined me. Uh, and Grasshopper uh, for telephony, and really came came on board because the opportunity to bring these all together to provide uh, you know any way for companies to communicate with customers or employees in a in a unified way was uh, was really exciting. So that's what we've been doing over the past couple of years.
0: And then we've been all moving along, you know, in our remote lives and our collaboration lives. And then we got this once in a lifetime uh, um, COVID-19 pandemic. Um, you know, I, I've, I've called it, and I spoke to you before the uh, before the show as well, I called it the, you know, the horrible, or horrific, perfect storm, so much death, so much misery, so many issues, but, you know, knowledge workers, for the most part, have been able to continue functioning and being productive using these tools. Tell, tell me what happened, uh, you know, to log me in into the GoTo platform. I happen to know GoTo a little bit because, you know, my wife uh, uses it for some early intervention work here in New Jersey, so, you know, okay. it's, it's, it's you know, I know you've been providing services to help the community and everything else, but in your own words, why don't you let us know what your experience was when this pandemic hit and, and, and what you guys have been doing to step up?
3: Yeah, well, certainly in mid-March when everyone started, you know, working from home literally overnight, uh, our, our usage went through the roof,
0: right? You know, 10
3: times our normal usage in some areas. Um, and, uh, you know, especially on our, our video meetings product, uh, GoToMeeting. Uh, however, you know, webinar, the business has, you know, gone through the roof as well, as has GoToConnect, which is our, UCC product that combines meetings and PBX and and messages and the like as everyone is working from home uh, overnight as everyone started working from home it was it was meetings it was go to meeting you know everyone's saying we, we've got to have wall-to-wall meetings for everyone uh, so you know we have tens of millions or tens of billions of audio minutes uh, now we have um, you know tens of millions of, of unique monthly users. It's just, uh, again, it, the, the business and, and usage is booming. Uh, as we, uh, everyone got their you know, wall-to-wall meetings tool, uh, you know, going from kind of how do we survive you know, this pandemic and working from home, and people realized that, okay, this is, this is working. We can work from home. Uh, a lot of companies have now been going, how do we, you know, uh, th- we will have more people working from home now. Uh, this you know hopefully even after the pandemic is gone uh, we'll have less office space we will embrace remote work and companies are really looking to log me in uh, to go from you know surviving to thriving how do we communicate with our customers and employees uh, with telephony with messaging uh, but beyond that you know what's interesting about log me in as I said I, I head up the unified communication collaboration group um, We're in other businesses as well. We have a strong business in customer engagement, where we have an AI-powered, multi-channel, digital engagement platform, an AI chatbot, really built for better customer experiences. And as customers of companies aren't going into their offices to get work done, they're engaging on web and electronically, having this sort of an automated experience is important. Uh, Their product is called Bold360. As we have a product for supporting customers' desktops and uh, uh, supporting uh, them from an IT perspective, we have a product called Rescue, and that's going through the roof. Additionally, we have remote uh, desktop and support products like Central and Pro and GoToMyPC, so that IT supporting all their employees who are all remote, they need remote desktop for that. You know, and lastly, we have a product called LastPass, uh, which is about identity. It's about your digital identity and access protected anywhere you work and live. So as companies have all these digital resources that all their employees are accessing from home, they want them to do it in a secure way. So beyond just you know our, our UCC products going through the roof, go to meeting, go to connect, go to webinar, we're really putting all our products together into remote work kits. Um, And before we were really kind of selling all these different products in silos, what really ties them together is remote work. So we've donated almost $50 million in in products to essential organizations around the globe across our portfolio. Um, Almost 10,000 organizations have, uh, have taken up our entire remote work kit to support the transition to remote work. And as we're moving forward, we're saying yes, communication is an important part of it, but really, as we're looking to serve IT, it's how do all these different pieces fit together to serve IT with the remote work?
0: Would, is, would you consider that to be your biggest differentiator for some of the other players that are in the collaboration space? The, I, um, you know, the, yeah. the fact that you have all these other tools that support other functions and other remote uh, worker supports?
3: It absolutely is a huge differentiator. Uh, You know, we talk about unification, right? UCC, every year another kind of product gets added to the U and UCC. It, you know, started out as messaging and then was messaging and telephony, then was messaging and telephony and uh, teleconferencing, and then added, you know, PBX in the cloud, and now it's meetings. We have all those pieces, and we've got some some special sauce there that I'm willing to talk about on the UCC side. Uh, That said, you know, especially if you look at IT and, you know, small, medium, mid-market businesses they are looking to have a single set of administrative experiences, a single set of user experiences and pull those together. So having all these different tools uh, across an organization for remote work is, is a huge advantage we offer and it's something we're building on.
0: Terrific. So so uh, have you made any product changes or platform changes or had to do any kind of shifting around in terms of resources in order to manage the surge as things have come up? It's a great question. So you know, overnight
3: when uh, usage went you know through the roof, ten plus times, uh, we were actually in a good place. We were already multi-tenant. We were already had our own data centers and able to surge to you know AWS and uh, Azure and others. Uh, we already had redundant network providers, so you know as some of the network providers went down, we were able to switch over there. Um, so we were in a, a good place. In fact, you know we we look on Down Detector how we compare with you know Zoom and Teams and others. We've had 10 times fewer incidents uh, than than some of our competitors there uh, because we were already set up in a in a uh, uh, in a flexible, scalable sort of a way. You know, additionally, things we look at. You know, we've seen a bunch of players in the space kind of scramble to make sure they get the right encryption and that they don't have meeting uh, screen sharing open to everyone to get sort of the meeting bombing. Those are features we already had. We already had secure encryption based out of the U.S. We already had as a default uh, meeting passwords. We already had as a default uh, just the organizer has screen sharing. You can change those and open it to everyone. But as some others scrambled to kind of change their meeting defaults from uh, uh, more open to more secure, we had already aired on the secure side, uh, and that was really important to us. At the same time, you know, we've made smaller changes, such as meeting locks. Were a couple, you know, um, places down in the interface. We moved them to the top of the interface as that's become really important to users. Uh, we just rolled out a whole new uh, user experience about a year ago, uh, which was pretty much all the way rolled out on, on GoToMeeting um, uh, before COVID hit. Um, so that's been rolled out to our entire base, and that's really a video-first experience, as opposed to the, the older GoToMeeting that was really more about screen sharing. Now it's really kind of video-first, so that's rolled out. Um, I would say other areas we've been kind of moving forward on and, and making changes on, one are things like webinar. Again, webinar product—we sell the leading webinar product in this space—and again, that is one of our fastest-growing products, as all events, as all all hands, as you know, even trainings have, have uh, gone through the roof. So, you know, for smaller organizations, we've added things like the ability to accept payments. So, for you know, people who are running classes or you know, generally have smaller events where they charge at the door, we can actually you know uh, uh, allow customers right in the product to to take money.
0: Um, for larger events. a big differentiator. I've heard from a number of small businesses that wanted to start things up and were looking for a third party. So, you know, I didn't even know that. That's good to know that that's something that you support.
3: Yeah, so you can do it right in the product. That's important.
0: Uh, we've really
3: beefed up security. We've added the ability to turn on CAPTCHA for registration. We had people who are running big events with, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of people. They're advertising it on social media and the bots hit the registration. So we can turn on CAPTCHA. We have... Um, yeah, risk-based authentication. So we can look at, hey, if we see uh, one region that's not normally signing up for events or for meetings coming in and hitting it hard, we can actually turn that area off. Uh, so a lot of things around kind of authentication uh, that are important to us. Um, you know we've done a lot on the rooms front as well. Um, we came out with a go to Room product a couple of years ago. and, and as opposed to some of the other products in the space that are based on Mac um, based on Mac or PC, uh, we go for the um, kind of the appliance model. So, you know, our first uh, products we supported were from Poly. We also support uh, products from Logitech and Dolby, where you just plug it in and it works. Um, we support, uh, so we've had a lot of different kits. Uh, we support a room as a service model. So instead of buying you know, the hardware capital expense, people can spend, um, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month. Uh, one of the bigger differentiators we've added as, you know, we've gone into this pandemic, people use all different services. They use GoToMeeting, they use Zoom, they use Teams, they use WebEx. You've got to be ready for a call from anyone. Uh, so we specifically supported that of the functionality to support joining a meeting on GoToRoom uh, on any uh, service. So we'll connect your calendar, we'll see if there's a Zoom meeting, we'll see if there's a GoToMeeting, we'll see if there's a WebEx meeting, a BlueJeans meeting, and we will join that right in, in the, uh, uh, the, the GoToRoom experience. And while the first month or so uh, during the pandemic, you know, rooms sales slowed down considerably. Now that people are both going back to the office and are setting up their home offices, we are seeing a big resurgence in rooms. In that, you know, previous to uh, um, the pandemic, it was generally, you know, 10 people in a a meeting in the office and one person was generally me dialing in. and, And I was the oddball. Now it's the other way around. You've got one or two people in the office and 10 people dialing in and video is on all the time. Uh, so rooms have become a, a different experience, but just as important. Uh, so you know we continue to um, you know kind of change our roadmap and uh, and make changes uh, you know due to the pandemic. Um, well, it's you know,
0: I was saying that it's it's a culture yeah. change in that you know people who have worked from home. Um, are doing well people who thought you know hey we're gonna we're stuck here for a month we're quarantined you know I've got my my PC I've got my tablet I've got my earbuds you know one month leads to two leads to three leads to four people are going to start to say you know what I need I need a dedicated space where I live maybe we should be moving I I, I need dedicated equipment to be doing better Um, and and the people that are going back to the office in this hybrid model which we're going to be in for a long time the majority of people going into the office are going in for collaborative reasons they're not going to do individual work because they can do it at home. So I expect that we're going to, you know, we haven't seen the beginning of the surge that we're going to have for all these collaborative products. And, you know, whether it's, you know, collaboration rooms in in offices that are going to hold, you know, more people spaced out or less people in a bigger room spaced out and at home permanent offices. I think we're just starting to hit this. Oh my God, we really need to kick it into gear phase. Exactly. Right.
3: You know, and, and you know, one of the um, one of our products that we've made a lot of changes to, and that we've seen you know business double, uh, is our Go to Connect product, and that is our PBX in the cloud product that has integrated Go to Meeting, integrated messaging, you know, integrated SMS, fax, all these sort of things that, that you expect out of a uh, a PBX in the cloud product. Um, you know, again, the first month or so after the pandemic, you know, people who are replacing their closet you know on-prem PBXs, things stop for a while. Uh, And now the business is really picking up where everyone's saying, okay, we are not going to be going back to our offices. We don't want to be going where we have to maintain, you know, uh, on-prem equipment. Uh, We are seeing the use of soft phones as opposed to desk phones kind of go through the roof as people are working from home. And I would say another differentiator of of our platform, and specifically of GoToConnect, is we have a built-in contact center. And you know, whereas huge organizations that have big call centers have, you know, Genesis, Five Nines, those kind of large support centers or contact center solutions, we have built an add-on to GoToConnect that has a a support uh, and and sales contact center, where you know, instead of paying hundreds of dollars a month, you can pay you know dozens of dollars a month, uh, and you can deploy in just a day to really democratize the call center. So as everyone is at home. You know, for smaller organizations, answering customer calls, answering supports calls, you need to be able to track those. You're not all in the same room. You need someone to say how long have people been on hold. You need to figure out how you route calls based on you know skills-based routing. You need to look at analytics on how long your customers were on hold. Um, so our our contact center um, is really just uh, going through the roof in terms of people want something in a democratized way that they can afford that they can deploy quickly to support their customers when they're not willing to go through a, a, a deployment of one of these larger tools. So that's been a, a real interesting differentiator too.
0: Yeah, that's that's all amazing and it's a great story. And when, you know, I, I hope people watch this and really get the idea of help, helping get that message out that it's so much more than just a go-to platform. You guys are offering tremendous numbers of powerful tools to be able to bring everything together and playing nicely with your peers. So, I mean, those are, I think, really big uh, uh, differentiators in the space. You know, the, if you look at the industry conferences that, that, you know, someday hopefully I'll see you again at an industry conference if we ever go to them again. You know, we're at a point now where things have been postponed all the way through till April. You know, that's seven or eight more months from now as we record this. You know, we're going to be in this for the long haul. And, and I think you're going to start to see a, a continued surge and uptick in people starting to look for and using these tools. Uh, is that what your data says? Do you think that you're going to you're continuing to go up this hockey stick? around, you know, collaboration and remote tools? Absolutely. I,
3: you know, heading up our our UCC business, I spend half my time meeting with our customers and and listening to them and and hearing what their needs are and what they're doing. And, you know, first of all, all of them are saying, yes, we are sending a few people back to the office uh, as needed, but everyone is questioning what the future looks like. Everyone is questioning the spend on their physical space and what they need. Everyone is saying, how do we look at a complete set of processes, of tools, uh, of having a deliberate culture to embrace work from home so that we can hire the best employees wherever they are uh, and provide a toolkit to enable them to get their work done. And yes, that's communications tools, but it's also uh, tools on identity, it's tools on security, it's tools on how we support customers and employees. And I think IT is really looking at this in a much more deliberate way than they were in the past where, yes, we'll give a few people tools as they work from home or they talk to customers. So people are looking at it a lot more deliberately and they are questioning you know, what work from home means. It's, it's not a bunch of slackers uh, who don't feel like coming to the office. Uh, everyone realizes now that we can get a lot of work done, but we need to have a complete integrated set of tools to support our employees and customers. And, and this, uh, you know, um, intention uh, about remote work and providing the right environment, tools and processes for remote work is just getting stronger. The lights come on for a lot of people now
0: and it, it's also going to be a cultural shift in the, in the concept of what a supervisor is and what a manager is the old school you know corporate manager that that measures time by butt, it butts in seats and who's yeah. in and who's not in you know that that that's essentially you know the extinction of that is moving thankfully rapidly at this point now we're going to be judging people based on their output based on their productivity based on what they've done and if you've got somebody who works at three o'clock in the morning and that's where they get their work done or if they've only had to put in two hours in the day and then they're off at a kid's school or 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 at an event or having a picnic out on the back deck you know that that's going to be the way work is judged now is based on output and based on performance and you need the tools to be able to connect with people and see how they are emotionally, whether they're getting their work done. So I think we're going to have to get into this business of training the next generation of supervisor to get with these skills that a few supervisors have had in the market already. You know, global supervisors, people who've managed 24 hours teams, yeah. you know, you, you, they've had to learn this. I, I mean, have you started to see inclination of that from some oh, of your customers?
3: Absolutely. You know, I think the least common denominator of, of uh, a culture and management style was just being in the office. So you didn't have to be super deliberate about how you communicate with employees or, you know, some people were lazy about setting goals and KPIs because I'm standing over someone. If they're coming into the office and they have a question, they'll ask it. Now that they're not, people are realizing, managers are absolutely realizing that it's not butts in seats. It is how do we measure performance based on goals and clear goals. And, you know, I think for any manager or leader, um, you know, it, it, it's obvious and it is um you know, uh, tends to be something to say, oh, of course I set goals. I think people are realizing that, you know, setting tracking goals is something that, that they didn't do well and you have to now. Similarly with communications, where it's not just, you don't have that over the wall communications where everyone's in the loop. It's forcing managers and leaders to be explicit and specific and deliberate about how they communicate both to their employees and how their communicate uh, employees communicate with each other. Um, so. You know, I think it's forcing a lot of, you know, frankly, hygiene uh, in terms of providing organizations that, you know, don't manage in kind of the old ways, but really kind of look to performance and how to best serve customers and employees.
0: Those are some great thoughts and some great um, um, uh, revealing of some of the features that even I didn't know existed on the platform. If somebody wants to get more information, wants to reach out to you or reach out to your team, what would you suggest they do? Yeah, you can
3: go to uh, go2.com uh, is where you can find the information about our complete UCC platform, or just uh, at go2 on Twitter. So uh, yeah, appreciate uh, appreciate your time, David. It was great talking to you, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Again, great hopefully in person. You hopefully (laughs) we'll be
0: able to do these in-person things at some point in the future but for now at least we know we've got the tools and i don't know about you but um i've been a third of my time crazy with work a third of my time crazy with industry associations and this new third of my time which is all friends and relatives saying don't you do this how do i do this how do i start this button what do i download i'm essentially tech support for the house now and probably for for my entire community online exactly right
3: recommending headsets people wanting discounts on poly equipment uh how do you get it done yeah Uh, hey i love the
0: headset you sent me do you have one for my wife i'm actually (laughs) shipping one out today so yeah absolutely thanks very much mark great seeing you
3: thank you you too david
0: well, thank you very much to my guests from Starleaf, from Blue Jeans by Verizon, and from Log Me and Go to Meeting. Um, my name is David Danto for Aviation TV, for the IMCCA, and for uh, all of the other various entities and uh, organizations that I do business with. It's great to see you. It's great to be able to bring in this content. I hope to see you on the next one. Take care.